Watch this episode to find out the best tips and tricks and hacks of getting your rental application approved in residential property. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Morning Minutes, episode 302, with myself, Michael Bergio, Mark Novak, all about getting your rental application approved. Good morning, Mark. Hey, buddy. It's getting competitive out there in the rental market now, um, certainly on the northern beaches. Um, yeah. Hey, do you, I, I, do go, I do get a feeling it's a bit patchy, though. Um, out there and what we're hearing from other industry members is that if you are sort of 15 minutes to 45 minutes out of the CBD, it seems like it's pretty rent busy with the rental market and it seems like if you're in that core of the CBD, a little bit quieter. So, you you know, your North Sydney, your Sydney CBD, uh, your Neutral Bay, that rental market's a little bit quieter. But for the pumping rental markets, what are the hacks? Yes, just give me – uh, I didn't connect through Facebook. Okay, but it, we're, it'll be all right. So I reckon one of the biggest hacks is preparing rent your rental application and having all the relevant documents, Mark. One of the biggest things with an application is a lot of the time the agents, until they have all your information, like a full set of documents – they won't really start looking at it, will they? Like, you've got to have it all ready to go. you got to so have it all. It? Actually, the best one, when we were just talking off there, the best one that I liked, um, we'll go. Uh, there's probably five really, really good ones that were in that. Um, one that I thought was really, really strong is when you go out and you are, you are viewing the property, ask the question, who will be processing my application for the landlord? who will be processing to take their first name, take their surname, because so many times you'll call the real estate office and you'll be bounced around between different people. And by the time they work out who, which property it is, who is the property manager, who is processing the application, um, you can really, really get, go, get straight to the core if you know the person that's processing the application. And first thing to do is when the application goes in and you've sent it in is to call that person processing the application and get in, get in their good books. Yes, yeah, exactly right. And just putting some terms here, what some good documents you need. So that sort of goes, that will come in one of the other tips of following up as well. Now, a big uh, benefit, <laughs> that just covers us up. Now, one thing, <laughs> one thing um, I love with the application that we do is the online application. We're seeing more and more people use it because you can basically have it pre-filled. Mark, talk us about how it was typically done before we did online, before we did sort of video applications. For us, old you school. So what used to happen is you used to um, write the message in long, long format, uh, cut it with scissors and roll it onto a pigeon's leg. Um, <laughs> and then the leg, the carrier pigeon would fly it into the real estate. No, the, the, old, the, the traditional way was a, fill, was a, a pain in the ass, fill it out, P, uh, form it. You know, you'd have to um, email that in. Fax that in. If I didn't want to say that, but I have to. Yeah. Yeah, I was around for the fax days. Uh, um, that, that, 
that was that was the traditional um, that was a traditional way. Now the one form way is good. Um, now <clears throat> that's hack one we've spoken about, or hack five. What's hack? What's your favourite hack four for putting in a rental like uh, application into a property? Yeah, I reckon the the a great one is sort of the video personable call but also you can incorporate that with your references as well i think a lot of the time you do get a lot of owners who are like who are they what do they do and i think a really good way to sort of rip down the barrier of just a a, a paper document is a short video who you are who'll be renting the property then i thought another way to really add on to that would be having your references as well we see big time delays with the agent asking, like needing to call your employer, needing to call your other agent as well. But if you can do a short vid with them and say, boom, here, here's who I am. He's going to be in the property. Here's my old landlord. Here's the old agent. We're a great applicant. That could just, and then it's just a quick call or an SMS. Is this you? I think that would really speed it up and it'll make you stand out as well. So with that hack four, um, I believe it or not, I love it in I love it for jobs as well. Um, and I know when someone has gone to the initiative to do a video, a, a short maybe fifteen in fifteen second intro or thirty second intro um, on yourselves, and you send that, that's definitely going to give you the heads up compared to the competitors when you've got your personality. I know some people go to the extreme of putting their photos on there. That's pretty yeah. cool. Going to the extreme of putting their Facebook handle um, and Instagram handle, that's pretty cool, uh, or LinkedIn even. And then I think going to the extreme of doing that short video, super f smart because now you're taking it personal. Now you're making it real personal and that's, you know, it's pretty hard when it when, you know, it, when you're assessing someone from a desk and you're going off this black and white paper or form, it's hard to get depth and personality. When you make it easy and you put that video and you put some social on some social, it just shows you're not hiding anything. Yes, and then great, great idea. And another tip as well is get your housemates in order. We're seeing more and more people uh, share pro uh, share properties and along those lines. So, but we do see a big disconnect from the person who saw the property, builds a rapport with the agent, gets the documents in, but the housemate or the other people who will be renting the property, staying in the property, uh, don't have their stuff together or, or they're a bit of a behind-the-scenes uh, lessee and that's not good as well. Just before we go on, well, got if you drib and drab the information to the person that's processing the application, you're making it harder for the person that, that's making the, that's processing the application. So if you have it all in one nice tight bundle, much easier to say yes because you're not. There's no request for information. Yeah, a couple of comments. Hey Luke, how are you? Affordable areas going well. I agree, especially if they're not near unis in the city, sort of the fringe. Northern Beaches, uh, 30 minutes from the city, Westway are really doing well. Um, are you doing online applications? Yep, we do online applications. We love it. Other agents doing it. I think a lot of like sort of uh, one form has been a bit of a game changer through which I believe does domain accept one form, Mark? Uh, Realestate.com.au bought out one form. 
Okay, so it's exclusive to them. Um, Luke says, I'd ask, uh, the comment blue, I'd ask agents what it takes to get the property 100%, sort of get the feedback from the agent price, length of lease, um, and what you know, they're looking you know what for. A really good, you know what a really good hack is, which I think should be number three, is good old fashioned rapport building. Good old-fashioned rapport building where you, you know, hey, Mr. Real Estate Agent, you know your real estate agent's name. You tell them a little bit more about yourself. You give some colour around the applicate around yourself. And so what's often going to happen is the person processing the app will ask, often will be the person at the open house, or if not, they'll ask the person at the open house, did you meet this couple? Yeah, yeah. Oh, they were lovely. I love those guys. So that's a really nice hack, just a good old-fashioned personality um, vouch. Exactly right. It's humans choosing humans, isn't it? So the video, being on time at the open home, having great rapport. I know a lot of systems now are sort of done virtually, but the old-fashioned face-to-face is ideal. Um, another great tip I recommend uh, is also just being presentable because, let's face it, you yeah, will be. Yeah, who would think about that? It's like a job application. Yes. Treat a rental application the same as a job application by being presentable, nice clothes, uh, courteous, being on time, especially if you're going to be doing a, a private appointment because you got, you've got to remember – the owner makes the decision, but it's generally based off the agent's opinion or view. So I think that's a really big point as well. Do you know what? And and um, and at the end of the day, I reckon the agent's got about probably 80% to do with it and the landlord 20% to do with it because it's a bit like a doctor's recommendation. Would you go against it? So yeah. once the professional makes that recommendation to the landlord, often the landlord will say yay or nay based on that recommendation. So I think that, you know, make no mistake, um, the agency side of things on choosing your application is going to be very strong and very impressionable on the landlord, whether they take you or not. So these markers, all these hacks that we've spoken about this morning, they are going to give you the edge to get that property. Definitely. And also with what you're saying before, following up, we know how quickly the market moves in rentals from when people see it on Saturday to them being leased by Monday afternoon. So it's very key to follow up. If you want the property, don't rely on the agent calling you. It's, it's very different, say, in a sales format where a lot of people complain that the agents call them. Rentals is very different. It moves very fast. The numbers are generally a lot higher. So follow-up is key. And with what you said previously, Mark, find out who the contact person is and hound them. The as right well. person, yeah. The right person yeah. is a great and, and number two also is marry up your the vacate date with your take-it date. So the date you like do do yourself a favour and get that date right because don't do it as to what suits you. There is a risk you won't get the property because the owner is going to be left with a vacant property. 
So try to marry up when that tenant's moving out of the property you want to go into, that you're going to take it within 24, 48 hours, and that minimise the landlord's vacant days, and that's a better chance your application's going to fly. That's a great tip, and it goes with what Luke said as well. Sort of ask what they need and what they want. I think I don't believe enough people are. They're always thinking about them, which is fair enough. It's just what we do. But put yourself in the owner's point, uh, in the owner's shoes. When does it come vacant? When can you move in? And just see if you can uh, make that work so you're the most desired candidate. That's a great tip, Mark. What else do you think? You know, um, just on the back of that, a really good friend of mine is a great, one of the, probably one of the best trainers in the country. And I remember doing a bit of training with Johnny, and he was saying, uh, and this was very interesting, people don't spend enough time establishing what the dart, what the the bullseye looks like or what the dartboard looks like and if you spend time asking asking and talking um, to the person and as in terms of an app being an applicant and you find out on all bullseyes are not the same do you know what I mean like what I what I'm saying is when you're making an application if you're interacting with the agent and doing what Luke's suggesting you're actually starting to draw out that dartboard you're starting to draw out what 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 the high scoring points are and then when you throw your darts i.e. when you make your application you will get a stronger application in because you're just not throwing darts willy-nilly you're throwing them right You've established where the bullseye is and where the high-value targets are, and when you're throwing your, your, your dart, you're hitting those high-value targets. Salespeople in our industry, for instance, do not spend enough time when people are selling or buying asking questions and finding out what are the what are their high-value high targets they should talk about, and they are the trigger points to work on. So when you're making an application, definitely interact with the agent and find out what those high value targets are so when you're talking to them or making the application it may be it may be vacancy if it was vacancy for a long time well i'll take it straight away then exactly hit the nail on the head there an owner may rather less money if you can move in tomorrow some owners rather more yeah. money and it can be empty for two three weeks so hitting just instead of throwing mud at the wall and seeing what sticks you know where the bullseye is. Now, here's a great tip and hack when it comes to animals, pets, getting them approved. How do you do it? What do you do it? And what are the changes that have happened? So anyone who has an animal out there, uh, a dog, a cat, or a fish, and you want to rent a property. Now, first of all, there's been the legislation change that the body corporate strata cannot knock back an animal request uh, reasonably from an owner. Big difference here. A tenant can apply to the owner, they knock it back. But if the owner applies to Strata without reasonable, they without anything reasonable, uh, they can't knock it back. So that, that's been a shift in the last sort of three months. Now, Mark, what are the tips to getting your animal approved? I've seen some great comments here. Send photos of your pets. Like, what are some obstacles? How do we prove it? What? How do you get your? Uh, I think I think a pet reference is awesome. You know, from a previous rental property, um, the first thing that, and I think a photo of your pet's pretty pretty cool because the first thing when you think about dog is how big is it. Um, so I think weight, 
or photo and a photo so you can reference the size of the pet. Uh, uh, for example, if it's next to a person, you can say, oh, that's a small dog or that's a big dog. Um, and uh, and good old-fashioned references from where they were before. And one and number one hack, um, I think we're up to now, number one hack is... Um, guarantoring or getting a second person on your lease, particularly for young people. Yes. More income, less exposure for the landlords. So more applicants equals more income equals less exposure for, and, uh, and more people the owner can chase. Yeah, that's a, gr- that's a great tip there, getting your parents to be a guarantor, just having that security on the yeah. application will just set you far, like ahead of, ahead of the pack, especially if you're younger. If you're eight, uh, 17 to 22, get a guarantor on the lease. And I think that's a wrap. That's a wrap, man. That's that's um, some five sick hacks. And look, I know there's the obvious ones that we haven't covered, but these are things that you sort of we, 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 that you may that you probably most people haven't considered. Certainly, all of them they haven't considered, and it's going to make it a really nice, rich application that should fly straight away. And it's going to save you a lot of time, guys. If you get these applications right early, it's going to save a lot of heartache. Exactly. We wanted it to be a high level, a little bit more unique advice rather than some of the boring standard ones, basically. So I think we covered that. And any questions from anyone? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All righty, guys. Thank you, everyone, for watching. Luke, everyone, all the best. Take care, guys. Yeah, bye.